from the horse capital of the world, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky, welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, join us as we celebrate the music and artists of Kentucky. Tonight, Red Barn Radio presents a concert performance with Jim Gleason and Scott Whitten. Coming up on Red Barn Radio. Stick to the floor Forgot to buy some coffee While I was at the store Found the morning paper Smoking in the rain I'm trying to dodge the bats And things buzzing in my brain But I can still remember All the things I learned at school With sister always telling us To live the golden rule Yeah, yeah, times is hard And life is so demanding that's when I find I tell myself Be the last fish standing I washed my hair with cream rinse Made sure to do it twice And now my head's a fuzzball Looking extra nice I broke my other shoelace The dog chewed up my hat Another day in paradise and a crummy one at that I need to find the gumption to get me through the day Consider the alternatives, there is no other way I should have seen it coming, my misery's expanding Time to go remind myself, be the last fish sanding Hoist the Jolly Raj Don't start the engine, close the door Relax in the garage I'll be good tomorrow And you won't hear me whine Cause I'll be on the upward slope And that'll do just fine A seeming contradiction Or just the way you feel Don't turn onto the off-ramp And let go of the wheel Things to do tomorrow The fun is never-ending Better go remind yourself, be the last fish standing. Be the last fish standing. Be the last fish standing. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of VisitLex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, VisitLex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. 
The Twisted Cork, Lexington's only drive through full-service liquor store and bar. They feature craft beer, wine, and all your favorites. The Twisted Cork has live music Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights and hosts the Red Barn Radio Open Mic every Sunday evening, located at Partner Place, just off Clays Mill Road. For more information, they're on the web at twistedcorklex.com. Room 17 Productions, a nonprofit organization telling the story of Professor Emeritus Sarah Holroyd and promoting music education through oral history, preservation, and live performance. For more information, Room 17 Productions is on the web at room17productions.com. The rest is history. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. Located in the heart of bluegrass, horse, and bourbon country, the Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us. Good evening and welcome to Red Barn Radio. I'm Matt Wickstrom and along with Brad Becker, we welcome you to Red Barn Radio's 595th live concert performance, now in our 16th broadcast season. Tonight we are pleased to present a program of great live music with Jim Gleason and Scott Whidden. Jim is a Kentucky-based recording artist whose interests range from rock and blues to jazz, swing, country, and bluegrass. Scott is a singer-songwriter and has also played guitar for the Lexington musical collaborative The Wags, Sinners, and Lexington Conservatory Theater Summerfest. Like many artists who perform on the Red Barn stage, Jim and Scott also have day jobs. Dr. Gleason is an associate professor of public relations at Eastern Kentucky University, and Dr. Whidden serves as writing center director and associate professor of writing, rhetoric, and communication at Transylvania University. Please welcome the two doctors, Jim Gleason and Scott Wooden, to the Red Barn stage.
here's Red Barn Radio's Brad Becker speaking with Jim Gleason and Scott Whitten. All right. Hey, thanks. Scott and Jim, nice night. Yeah. Nice night. Scott, you do writing teaching. You do it at Transylvania University now here in Lexington. And where else uh, uh, have you been Before that, I was a graduate student at Louisiana State University. Mm-hmm. I taught at Delgado Community College in the great city of New Orleans for a little bit. Uh. I also um, in Lake Charles, Louisiana, which is in the heel of the boot uh, near Cajun country and McNeese State. So I've, um, yeah, taught a little bit. Do you have some roots in South Carolina? Yeah, I grew up in South Carolina at the base of the Blue Ridge in Greenville County. Uh-huh. So my mom's from the lower part of the state. Um, my dad is from that sort of area you might call like Florida, Florabama, like right along the line. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I'm basically on the SEC tour is what I'm doing. So. <laughs> oh, good, good. Tell me about how, how music came into the picture for you. I don't think I had a choice in the matter. Like my dad was um, a guitar player. He believed in trad bluegrass and early country music and roots music. My mother played classical piano, did a lot of church music. Uh, I have a photograph of, of me in my dad's lap, and he's got my hands like this. I'm oh, a little, little kid. Nice. I'm like three. And, and so it's always been around, um, and it's always a thing. There are very, very few things in my life that have been ever constant, and music is, that's one of them. Huh. Did you spend a lot of time in the church growing up? Yeah. So. You did? What, what kind of church? Um, Episcopalian. So, you oh, know, okay. Agnostic, just enough not to piss off God. So That's you're right. Okay. That's so, right. <laughs> Kids have been the cat skills making out in abandoned hotels. From the cabins to the ballrooms to the empty pools and rusted carousels. Slipping off from the chaperones who came along for summer break And you say you're right from college, that's only done on holidays He's got some kind of accent, he's not like the other boys upstate You're reading Edith Wharton and you wish that he was Henry James And as long as you can make it back to evening vespers you'll be safe And you say you'll send postcards only done on holidays You'll steal some whiskey for your purse Perhaps some gin and lemonade And you'll Charleston like a Gibson girl You'll wish it was the Gilded Age And the way his hands fit on your hips And brush your hair from off your face As a flickering inside your chest Forget this is a holiday
Someday you'll think such things are trite and common and predictable. And you told the girls all junior year, yeah, he was cute and it was casual. And you'll take other lovers with their smiles and cards and family names. But they're fractured, forgettable, nothing like a holiday. Kids up in the Catskills making out in abandoned hotels. Thanks. As far as the writing instruction that you've done and, you know, with college students, what's your angle? Or, I mean, you know, when it you... It kind of depends. And, and Jim teaches writing, too. And he's a, you know, communications guy and a marketing guy and a jack-of-all-trades. Jim does all kinds of great teaching. For me, I think it's a couple of things. One, what are you exactly trying to write? Are you doing something that's very literary or literary analysis? Or are you doing something that's like a, a proposal that makes a grant that allows something like this to go on for... How many amazing years you guys have done this? I mean, uh-huh. writing that makes things happen, I'm really excited about. Yeah. I, I get to teach a course in writing for nonprofits every once and again. It's one of my favorite courses. Um, but I also write songs. I don't yeah. remember not writing songs. I think no matter what it is, for me, it's about trying to write every day, set aside that time, do that thing, and, and think of it more like a, a bodily practice as opposed to like an inspiration kind of thing. Yeah, Be there when right. the lightning hits and hope. Listen, read. A lot. Yeah, Be around right. amazing people where you can get great feedback on songs like Jim or people that I'm in other bands with. Lexington's really, really good about having a collaborative community of artists. And if people are honest and they work together and they listen, you can build a lot of creative things. Hmm. Lexington is a great place to oh, be yeah. that <laughs> way. Without and, question. Yeah, right. And it just happens week after week. We have artists who come in who are from this region, mm-hmm. from town here, and there is just so much going on all the time and such a variety of music too i mean if you look at the projects that jim does they're all over the map but all of them have yeah i, I don't know I, I think it's short attention spans i think you want to do a bunch of different voices <laughs> every guy does something he never should have done and offers lame excuses i was only having fun Lacking all good sense that God gave to a trout I brushed up all the warning signs as I was heading out I should have seen it coming, approaching from behind Giving me the caution flag, but I paid it no mind I shot myself right in the foot That's when my world exploded I should have seen it coming But that's when I reloaded It's obvious to me I should be thinking of a way 
to eradicate the mess I made in hopes she'll let me stay. It's pretty plain to see my brain was going in reverse. I said this looks like trouble. That's when it all got worse. My loser friends all told me that everything was fine. That should have been a warning flare, but I paid it no mind. I shot myself right in the foot. My relationship imploded. I could have said I'm sorry, but that's when I reloaded. This wasn't what I planned. I tried to take the warning track, but things got out of hand. Maybe it's the smoke from all the bridges that I burn, obscuring all the roads where I should probably have turned. Don't know what I was thinking a moment of the time. I could have been repairing things, but I thought I was fine. I shot myself right in the foot. That's when my world imploded. I could have said I'm sorry, but that's when I reloaded. I shot myself right in the foot. That's when my world imploded. I could have said I'm sorry. But that's when I reloaded. Thank you. Jim, talk about you. You're at EKU. And EKU. You know, a big piece of that is writing. Yeah. Because it's, it's basically who you're talking to, what do you want to tell them, and what's the best way to tell them. Uh. So it's really audience-driven and really message-driven. So writing is fundamental for that. You know, it may not translate ultimately into something that's the printed word, but message creation is a big, big piece of that. So you know, mm. we're always looking at what's the best way to shape that message. It might be something as abstract as a, a meeting or a press conference, or it might be something as concrete as a a poster, a brochure, a television special. It could be almost anything. Certainly now with the internet, it, that's exploded. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of new channels to get those messages out. I had to laugh at the title of your new album, The Nervous World. These days we're walking around kind of in a daze, kind of going, it's a strange world we're living in. and It's a yeah. weird world. And It would not be a, a, an exaggeration to say that we're in the middle of a, a revolution. I've been teaching public relations now for about Thirteen years, fourteen years, something like that, mm -hmm. and my practice, you know, the, what I'm teaching in those classes is substantially different than it was when I started. I started it, and it was pre-Facebook, it was pre-Twitter, it was right. pre, it was pre-Spotify. Just saying, the opportunity for everybody to get their messages out, and and also for everybody to have a bully pulpit. That's really a big change in the profession, and I think. Where in the past, what we would have done, and what I taught a lot of students to be doing, was how do we 
craft messages and how do we find information to help our clients. Mm. There's no problem finding information today. Everybody's got all the information <laughs> yeah, you're ever right. going to need. So now really the, the challenge is how do you sort all that you know, fire hose of stuff that's coming at you and decide which ones are real and which ones are not, which ones are valuable and which ones are not, which ones are relevant and which ones are not. I don't need to cut in, but yeah. Jim also inspires real joy in his students. Like no matter what they're working on, you can see that Jim helps them mm. find what's really cool about this. Mm. And then that means it's not just some assignment. It's it, Instead, yeah. it's I'm writing to do this thing that yeah. I actually care about. Well, one of my students is an intern with Red Barn, so there's that, you know, so. Ah. It's an applied science. I mean, public relations is a applied communication science. So we're it's about all the communication theories that go on, but then how do you deliver? You know, it's ultimately feet on the ground kind of stuff. It's a yes. fascinating practice. Fully loaded and half spent, dollar down and one red cent. It's hell to pay, it's heaven sent. Man, it's a nervous world. Feeling like my hair's on fire. Take a walk on a thin high wire. All that fun, it's my heart's desire. Man, it's a nervous world. I'm not sure what to do Looking lost and feeling blue Heaven's broke, I got no stamps A little kid just called me Gramps And that's enough to make me whine Shopping down at the five and dime Counting pennies, losing time Man, it's a nervous world Wish I could just take a snooze Attention span is badly bruised It happens when I watch the news Man, it's a nervous world Remember when we threw off sparks Running naked through the parks Half our friends were probably narcs Man, it's a nervous world I don't think clear too much I feel like I've been losing touch All my hats now come from lamps And there's that kid who called me Gramps I think it's time to turn in early Things are feeling awfully squirrely Everything's just hurly-burly Man, it's a nervous world I feel like I've been losing touch All my hats now come from lamps And there's that punk who called me Gramps I think it's time to turn in early Like he said, don't call me Shirley Everything's just hurly-burly Man, it's a nervous world Everything's just hurly-burly Man, it's a nervous world <laughs> Man, it's a nervous world. Thank you. Welcome. What do you learn from your students? People's attention spans are shortening. People are much more fascinated by the little screen in front of them than they were in the past. They're really distracted. I mean, they're not just students. I mean, I, I think that's probably true of everybody. But I think the internet's changed an enormous amount of things. But I think smartphones have may change, maybe changed things more. Yeah, right. Because I think so there's, too. there's no such thing as a bar fight anymore. You know, bar argument. It's like, you know, it's, I'll bet you it was this. No, it wasn't this. And, you know, I'll just ask Siri. You know, and there you are. So, I mean, literally, the humanities entire knowledge base is at your fingertips. And that's really a tremendous change. And it's obviously endlessly fascinating. And it's a totally magnetic and addictive. And right. there is a point where you got to stop and say, it was like, no, nah, maybe I'm going to like back out of that. And that's 
part of what a lot of the discussion about Facebook is now. Is like, do you really, can you unplug? What's the implications of unplugging now? Have we changed to where you can't not be on Facebook, let's say? You know, it's, it's this is interesting times, they really are, and it's, we're nowhere near having sorted that stuff. This is, I mean, the internet as we know it is 20 years old. You yeah, know, 20, right. 25 years, less than 25 years wild old. Wild West. Yeah, it's, we're totally still in the Wild West. I saw Levon Helm at the double door With some higher guns that couldn't sing anymore We were 21 and we looked pretty young And you left your ID at home looked at you and you looked at him they wouldn't let you in asked the doorman to call you a cab no idea you'd get so mad Trans Am and his dealer plates And coal miner's daughter on a Betamax tape With a rasping laugh and steady hands Driving Dixie down to the promised land I didn't see the cab take you away It makes some difference if your tears are of rage What you said was true I cared for that man more than I cared about you And I'm grateful I could finally leave For leave on Hellman, Tennessee Leave on Helm in Tennessee. Thanks, y'all.
More Red Barn Radio with Jim Gleason and Scott Whitten. Recorded live from the Performance Hall and Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. We're back with more of Jim Gleason and Scott Whitten after this break. This is Red Barn Radio. Welcome back. Tonight, we're with Jim Gleason and Scott Whitten. Recorded live from the Performance Hall and Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio. Cortez, Cortez, protect me from harm. 
You've done so much music and you play all the time. It, it's, it's my impression. And it's um, like the opposite of Scott. There's really, I mean, I've always been interested in music. I'm much more a, a lead guitar player than I'm a songwriter. I'm still a sucker for the hot lick. So has that um, always been the role that you've played in bands as, large, as the lead Largely, guy? yeah. I'm kind of, that's, that's kind of my thing. Like I play in the bats and I'm the stunt guitar player, so that's kind of my role. What kind of electric do you play? You play an electric guitar? Oh, yeah, yeah I play, well, it's a variety. I have, it's like one, a chef doesn't have one frying pan. Primarily, it's either a Strat or a Tele. That's okay, what I gotcha. play. What's interesting is that where Scott's whole family and background and everything is just sort of infused with music, mine was not at all. I mean, there really wasn't a lot of music in my family. You know, we listened to the Jackie Gleason Orchestra because that's. You what mean my dad no one had. in your family played music? No, or? I'm, I'm like the first professional musician I think ever in my family that I'm aware of. There's nobody that ever played professionally. I think in my generation, there's a few in the next generation that have, that play and have done some stuff. I think Sister Mary Catherine played a little piano in the Catholic school, like when you know it's my grandfather's generation. I don't know where it came from. That wasn't really a family value. No, 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 really not. And so, was your family? okay with you choosing that direction for your life? I, I mean, they're not hostile to it, certainly. I'm not sure they appreciate how valuable it is to me. It's enormously important to me. It may have been looked upon as a hobby more, but I think that's, you know, I don't think it was devalued necessarily. What's sort of interesting also, especially I've lived down here for, you know, several decades now, you know, the whole culture is infused with music down here. I came from New York, you know, suburban New York. There's not a lot of musical heritage in the burbs up in upstate New York, in a, in a good way, I think, kind of untethered to those kind of conventions. Dead in her tracks on the way out of town After 21 years, this ship's going down Nothing to do except drink till I drown Everyone wants to get out of this town She opened her veins and she flooded the ocean Twenty-one hours she'll sing in slow motion Nothing at all, just another explosion Good times 
I grew up in New York, and I remember as clear as anything, and I, and I think it was because of the first Burrito Brothers album that had that sort of Bakersfield country. I remember walking into White's Department Store in Yorktown Heights, New York, which was sort of like an off-brand big box store, like a medium box store, yeah. <laughs> and walking in, and for no reason whatsoever, walked in and went to the country section and pulled out Buck Owens' Greatest Hits Volume 2 in the country section of the record store, which was like that deep. It was like, uh, like seven uh, LPs uh, in it. That was the country section. Yeah, right. And I bought a Buck Owens record because it just talked to me. There's something about it that spoke to me. Huh. It just, the, the, music, the Bakersfield sound is just, when I think of country, that's the country that really resonates with me for whatever reason. The edge to that stuff, the California stuff, that is different, not better or worse necessarily, but it's different than the, the Nashville stuff. It's just, yeah. it's more the Merle sort of kind of thing. That's just, yeah. you know, bigger and twangier and punchier and dancier and not as syrupy and sweet in some ways that some of the Nashville stuff yeah. became. Yeah, and early Beatle middle eights. They all yeah, have the Beatle middle eights. Middle eights. Huh. So, so. Do you like what Dwight Yoakam did for oh. Bakersfield sound? Oh God, yeah. 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 Yeah, monstrously good stuff. Yeah, and how about that lead guitar player that I just yeah, thought was Pete, Pete, Anderson. Pete Anderson, who's just such like an amazing a ninja, yeah, yeah. monster. Yeah. I loved how he put together solos. They were they sort of reminded me a little bit like of what I like about a lot of Richard Thompson's solos. Yeah. There's always something in it that's funny. It was, it's, and it's a really valuable thing that people don't think about very much. There's some of the music that really appeals to me are people like that, people like Richard Thompson, there's a jazz guitar named George Barnes, there's another one like that, that uh -huh. there's a real humor in their playing. I mean that yeah. you, to play something that's instrumental and, ha and make you laugh from that, it, I, I can't quantify exactly what it is, but it sure sounds funny to me. It's, yeah, it's just it, like, it, that's really clever and odd. Jeff Beck is another one who does that. You yeah, know? yeah, just, yeah, right. It's just, you don't see it coming, and that's so appealing to me. A pretty girl, I'd like to twirl. Thinking how it would be You're not aware That everyone stares But no one will care Like me That's why I try To capture your eye Hoping that you I want you to say you feel the same way 
player do you feel when you're doing covers do you feel at liberty to take the solos wherever you want to go or do you feel an obligation to in some way duplicate the experience that people originally had listening to the song you know that's a good question it's, it it varies by the material there's some material that if we're going to do something like say the white album which we used to do as our christmas show yeah, you know right. that's i mean that's a document yeah, so right. you, you don't exactly. play you don't play the song you play the document you right, play out of respect right, right. out of respect you know the, on the other hand, if you're doing something like an Almond Brothers tune or something like that, yeah. which is sort of, you play the head and it's wide open after that, it's just, you know, you get into the thing and then you just kind of go wherever you want to go. So it, it, the material sort of tells you which way to go with that uh -huh. very often. Well, who is it? I think it's Duke Ellington maybe said, you know, there's only two kinds of music. It, there's good and bad, it's all good or something like that. Yeah, know, it's all right. good. I mean, it's all, it's, it's, there's something interesting in everything <laughs> you listen to. Yeah, and it's been nice tonight. You've just done so many different sort of styles and stuff. It's been just a, a real feast. Oh, we're not even done yet. This old town filled with sin It's swallow you in If you've got some money to burn Take her home right away You got three years to pay Satan is waiting his turn 
This old earthquake's gonna leave me in the poorhouse It seems like this whole town's insane On the 31st floor A gold-plated door To keep out the Lord's burning rain The sign to say It'll all wash away But they don't believe anymore Cause we got our recruits in our green mohair suits So please show your ID at the door This old earthquake's gonna leave me in the poorhouse it seems like this whole town's insane On the 31st floor A gold-plated door To keep out the Lord's burning rain Play it, Jim made some people mad he trusted his crowd he spoke right out loud they lost the best friend they had this old earthquake's gonna leave me in the poorhouse it seems like this old town's insane on the 31st floor, a gold-plated door to keep out the Lord's burning rain. On the 31st floor, a gold-plated door to keep out the Lord's burning rain. Grand Parsons, y'all. You know, what we don't really know is how the two of you happened to come together. Can you even remember? I think it was the Tom Martin project. It was the, I, I think it had to be the Tom, Tom Martin, Martin from around town here was putting together. It was a Christmas benefit for something. It was the Toys for Tots. Yeah, Tom's thing. a good friend of ours. And that was how long ago? Three years, four years? Like I hate to tell you that. It's longer. It's so we did that, and then we stayed in touch, and I go to see Johnson Brothers, and I, I got to see the bats, and that was and, super and cool. Transy, so there's a connection there. So, you know. oh, and then most recently, playing in a Pink Floyd cover band is is exactly as much fun as you think it is. <laughs> and so I got to work with Dr. Kevin Holm Hudson. There's a lot of doctors in this. Yeah. Doctor, doctor, doctor. And Jim Thomas Hatton, who's a wonderful um, uh, nonprofit guy and activist and Spanish language guy and super drummer. Mark Richardson on bass, uh, various other folks, good people. And we, we did all of Dark Side of Moon at the Burl. We did it at Cosmic 2. And we did both shows as a benefit for Habitat for Humanity. The doors to the mission open at 7. The soup will be served around 9. And now it's 6.30. 
ragged and dirty, standing, sitting, laying in line. First, I do a little preaching, I hear a little singing, and get saved for the third time this week. A bowl of soup later, and a pat on the shoulder. And by midnight, the back on the streets. They'll walk to the corner of 4th Street and Broadway. They'll take the first alley on the right. One as a stranger, how about a hand? And it gives them one finger at a time In the spot of nobody with a bottle of heaven and the pass around means everything One bottle for four Thank God someone scored And the midnight choir starts to sing Thank Jim Gleason and Scott Wooden for being with us this evening. Thanks to our volunteers for their help with the production each week, especially Ryan Zenka, Will Paget, and Barry Alberton. Also, those of you listening to our webcast, watching us on Facebook Live, and those listening to us on the Red Barn Radio network of stations. We also thank the members of our studio audience for supporting the mission of Red Barn Radio, which strives to present, promote, and preserve the rich musical tradition and artists of this Kentucky region. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Performance Hall at Arts Place in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web, of course, at redbarnradio.com. Tickets for Red Barn Radio are now available on the web at eventbrite.com, Lexington. Would you guys like to play another song for us? All right. the dinner bell tell the boss to go to hell call your friends and make a crowd turn the music way up loud there's something that'll make us proud come on it's saturday night fill the bathtub plug the drain Check the top down, check for rain Go and eat a bowl of candy a Chocolate chip and pecan sandy Everybody's feeling dandy Come on, it's Saturday night The backbeat's like a ringing gong It's my favorite part of every song I swear I don't know how to stop It's just the way we rock 
find a hot rod, find a broom. Nighttime will be coming soon. Start the engine, hit the gas. I find a diesel truck to pass. All the losers come in last. Come on, it's Saturday night. I swear I don't know how to stop It's just the way we rock so Grab your coat and grab your keys Put your feet up and brace your knees Start the engine, hit the gas All good things must come to pass All the losers come in last Come on, it's Saturday night Everybody hold on tight Come on, it's Saturday night Everybody hold on tight, come on, it's Saturday night. Beetle chords. Thank you. Red Barn Radio would like to thank Jim and Scott for being with us tonight. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. The Twisted Cork, Lexington's only drive through full-service liquor store and bar. They feature craft beer, wine, and all your favorites. The Twisted Cork has live music Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights and hosts the Red Barn Radio Open Mic every Sunday evening. Located at Partner Place, just off Clay's Mill Road. For more information, they're on the web at twistedcorklex.com. Room 17 Productions, a nonprofit organization telling the story of Professor Emeritus Sarah Holroyd and promoting music education through oral history, preservation, and live performance. For more information, Room 17 Productions is on the web at room17productions.com. The rest is history. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. Located in the heart of bluegrass, horse, and bourbon country, the Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us. Get our Red Barn Radio app by downloading Omveria in your app store. The Red Barn Radio app is powered by Omveria. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. Red Barn Radio's line producer and booking manager is Warren Cobb. We also thank our volunteers. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. You'll find performance dates and times at redbarnradio.com. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of The Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. 
For more information on the band, they're on the web at WookoutAmerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here again on this station next week at this same time as we celebrate the music of Kentucky. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. Lex Arts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC. Okay.